Welcome to the High Life Podcast. I'm Meredith Wadsworth, and I'm here to help you on your journey towards honoring yourself every day. This is a journey of self-healing and self-discovery. Becoming aware of our subconscious root story, owning who we are, and shifting perspective, we begin to awaken to our higher selves, and with that, live a more intuitive, intentional, and fulfilling life. Hi guys, I'm recording into my phone right now as I'm walking through the public park in Boston and it's very softly, very sweetly raining and I just felt this desire to come on and record because sometimes, sometimes I get stuck in the belief that in order to create this kind of content. I need to be in a certain place, in a certain setting, and have, you know, a certain quality of audio. And while those things are important to a degree, they're not important if they're keeping me from actually creating in the first place. And so I'm doing this now in part because I'm just feeling really open and connected right now and also because I want to encourage myself to question that belief and prove that I don't need to have perfect content if no content is created in the end anyways because of that perfection and because so much of what I talk about on here is about overcoming perfectionist tendencies, I think nothing is more relevant. I want to talk about something that's also particularly relevant to me at the moment, which is the discomfort that we feel when there is something that is asking more of us the discomfort that we feel when we're being asked to level up, to lean into something that we've never done before or to act on a level that we've not had to before. Basically, the discomfort that arises when the growth that we've been wanting presents itself and it's scary. And it's really intimidating. And our initial reaction is to shy away from it, to say, oh no, that's not me. I'm not ready for that. I'm not good enough for that. All of these imposter syndrome qualities come up and we start to doubt whether it's the right opportunity for us or we start to nitpick with it and we say, you know, this, this could be good, but it's not exactly what I was hoping for, so maybe I should hold off. And while I don't believe in settling for what we want, I don't think it's ever settling if, if the only reason, the only real reason that we're backing away from it is because it's presenting a challenge and we are fearful rather than 
sitting in a place of love and abundance and knowing that we deserve better. Do you feel that difference? Do you hear that difference? If we are saying no to something that's uncomfortable because we are afraid that we're not good enough or we're afraid that we're going to fail or we're afraid that we're going to mess up, that's different from saying no to something because we know that we deserve better because we're standing in our total worthiness and deservingness. And I've talked a bit about this before on a previous episode where we talked about discomfort, when to lean in and when to back away. So go back and check that one out. I don't remember what the episode number was, but it's basically called that. And here, just discussing how when these opportunities come up for us to grow, to expand, to level up, So many times we don't actually see them as the universe granting our wish of us being given exactly what we've been hoping for and longing for. And instead, we see it as an obstacle. We see it as, you know, a burden. We see it as something to add stress to our lives. And when we react like that, to the way the universe is responding to our desires, we're, we're sending the signal, we're sending the message that we don't want what we've been asking for. What we think that we want is going to challenge us. It's so easy to be in this sort of dream state of the next level of, of who we are of our future version of ourselves and this level of confidence that we have that is unwavering and we're always fully tuned in to what we need to do and how we need to act and what we want all the time and we put that version of ourselves on a pedestal and so when things come up to help us get to that point we shy away from them because we're like oh that's not the version I am yet Instead of seeing these challenging opportunities as a means to get to that place where we, let me say, we will never actually get to that place of feeling completely 100% always confident in who we are, always knowing exactly what we want. And that's not the point. And that's also not who our higher selves is. I want to clarify that because sometimes I think it's easy to look to our future selves, look to this version of ourselves that is doing everything right, has it all figured out, and then we compare who we are now to that version of ourselves. And that's not what we want to do. That's no different from comparing ourselves to someone to someone else, to another human being. Instead, that higher version of ourselves is someone who has unconditional love and unconditional compassion for who we are, for others, for exactly where we are in life. And they have an all-knowingness about the situations that we are experiencing in the moment. 
they understand that whatever we are going through is happening for us and not against us. Happening for us and not to us. That we are not victims to our reality, but instead we create our reality. And this is the higher version of ourselves that we want to be tapping into, that we want to be taking advice from and connecting with on a regular basis. And this version of yourself is there. It's real. It is you, not the pedestal version of you, but this higher version of you who knows these things intuitively, innately. And yet it's not the default version of you because of societal conditioning, because of trauma that you may have experienced, because of these layers of limiting beliefs that to no fault of your own and to no one's fault in particular become ingrained in us over time. That is life. That is what happens. And it's not a sad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just the nature of things. And we can't necessarily resist that from happening. But what we can do is come back to our true nature, the way that we were born into this world, knowing without a measure of doubt how worthy we are and live and embody from that space and lean into these challenging opportunities from that space. When you were born, everything that you encountered was that kind of challenge. You'd never experienced things before, anything. Everything that you did was brand new. When you opened your eyes for the first time, when you took your first breath for the first time, when you took your first step, when you ate food, all of these things were brand new. They were outside of your comfort zone. And if you didn't do them, where would you be now? Probably not alive. (laughs) And yet now these things that were once so unfamiliar and challenging and scary are now so second nature to you. And so think about that when you're facing challenges and opportunities that you, you want to shy away from because they're scary and because you've never done them before. And think about how that future version of you, that higher, all-knowing, all-compassionate version of you knows that this opportunity is the catalyst to get you to this next level of your being, of where you want to be in life. And whenever we think about where we want to be in life, it's not necessarily a clear-cut picture. And it's not conditional on the things that we have or the places we live. It's typically a feeling. It may appear to be conditional on these kinds of things. And when we do envisioning exercises or meditations, we think about... And, and we're often asked to think about, you know, where is your happy place? Who are you with? What is the future version of yourself doing? What are they wearing? What kind of job do they have? How much money do they make? Who are they dating? All of these things. And those are helpful. Those are helpful because they help us to identify our values. And they help us to create a picture that we can really 
feel into. But ultimately, what we're actually chasing is this feeling. The feeling of being fulfilled, the feeling of joy, the feeling of love, the feeling of freedom. And coming back to feeling rather than specificities is also what's going to help us get through these more challenging opportunities when they present. Because instead of fixating on outcomes, oh, this is going to not go well. I'm not good enough at this. I'm going to fail at this. This is going to be really embarrassing. (laughs) All of that chatter, it's focused on outcomes. Instead, if you can focus on the feeling that you'll have of having done something that is challenging to you, but that it matters to you. If, if something comes up and it's not, if it doesn't matter to you and it's challenging, then like, that's just kind of, why do that? Why do that to yourself? You know, if you're in a job you don't like and you find it challenging, that's, that's just pointless suffering. You know, you can change that. And if you can't change that right now, you can work to change the way that you see your job and how it's going to serve you until you get to a point where you can change it. That's kind of digressing. But if you are in a situation that's challenging, ideally, you're leaning into it or the reason that you're afraid to lean into it is because it matters to you so much. And that's a good thing to lean into. That's a good challenge to have. If you didn't actually care about it, it would be a nuisance. It would be annoying. You know, but if it's something that you really care about, that's probably going to make you the most fearful because you don't want to mess it up. But let me tell you, you're not going to mess it up. Even if you think of the worst possible case scenario, again, this is outcome-based thinking, but if you think of the worst possible case scenario, and even if that happens, you can rest assured it was supposed to happen exactly that way. For reasons that you may not know yet, And you may not know for a while, but eventually it will all make sense. That's not always the easiest thing to hear. (laughs) But think about anything in the past that has happened to you where in the moment you were disappointed either with your performance or with the outcome in general. And how that that conceived failure, that perceived failure, eventually led to something beautiful eventually got you an opportunity that was even more aligned. Think about that. And think about how you needed to release the outcome of what you initially anticipated, what you initially expected to then allow in the beautiful opportunity on the other side of that. If we chase feeling, if we chase what we're after, in our hearts, in our souls, rather than the outcome, rather than naming things as good or bad, as a failure or a success, rather than believing that we're not good enough. Just think of how 
differently you'll approach your life. And think about how if you weren't good enough for this opportunity, it wouldn't have presented itself. It's a simple law of the universe, law of attraction. It would not be in your realm of opportunity. It would not be in your vortex, as Abraham Hicks likes to call it, if it was not in alignment with you and where you are and what is being asked of you. So sit with that, just as I am sitting with it for myself in this moment. I say all of these things, so much of what I share, the vast majority of what I share is because it's something I'm either going through at this moment or it's something I've just gone through and I've learned a lesson from and I share from that place. So I'm right there with you. I know (laughs) how uncomfortable it is, but I implore you, I encourage you to lean in, to stand in your worthiness, to trust yourself and to know that everything is working out exactly as it's supposed to. It won't all make sense today, but it will someday. I hope that this helped you in any way, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm so grateful for every single one of you here doing this work alongside me. And if you resonate with what you've been hearing so far on the podcast and you're feeling called to lean into this work, this embodied self-study even more, I would love to work with you or even just discuss what is on your mind. This kind of work is challenging. It's really confronting and it can be uncomfortable and having someone to support and guide you through it can change everything. And I know from my own personal experience, I would not be a coach if I had never been coached before in my life. And I know from my own experience how powerful and transformative coaching can be and I would not be where I am without it. And it's because I believe in that so powerfully that I feel so strongly about what I do and I love it so much. And I can see in my clients and in their progress and in the way that they show up in the world and in their own lives and witnessing that change that I know it's possible for you too. If you're curious what this kind of work would look like for you, since it is absolutely different for every single person, I really encourage you to reach out and we can book a free introductory call with no strings attached whatsoever. There's no pressure to continue. This is an opportunity for me to meet you and for you to meet me and discuss how this might look for you and anything else that you need, any other questions that you have. So you can check that out in the link in the bio or in... um, the link in the show notes rather, um, as well as my bio link on Instagram, or just go ahead and DM me, send me an email, whatever tickles your fancy. All right. I will leave it at that. Wherever you are, be there fully honor yourselves today and always. And I will talk to you on the next episode.